You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind the scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hey y'all, I am happy to be here and making this bonus episode for you guys because I wanted to get it out to you as quickly as possible. It's really important to me that this podcast is a relevant resource for you. And while Sam and I are having conversations about what's happening with coronavirus in our own coaching right now, those episodes won't be airing right away. So this resource coming to you as quickly as possible was really, really important to me. So in this live stream from the Lit Up and Loaded Entrepreneur, we do a deep dive into all of the questions I'm being asked right now and all of the recommendations I'm making to clients. So we talk about things like, should I launch? Should I change my offer? What should I do with my team? You know, is it okay to sell right now? What should I be selling? What should I do with in-person events and different things like that. So you're going to get a ton of information, a ton of clarity from this live stream. And I will also be showing up in the Load Up and Loaded Entrepreneur a lot more talking about this time and how to navigate through it and what it means for your business. So make sure to join us there. But ultimately, I really believe the businesses that are innovating and adapting in a time like this will move through it very successfully. So I hope this live stream helps you do it and make sure to join us in the group because we will be diving into this a lot more there as well. Hello everyone. Hello Lit Uppies. I am so, so grateful to be here with you guys today and be able to have this important conversation. I think though it feels like this is everywhere and we're talking about this everywhere, I have to say that like I'm so happy to be part of that conversation and part of talking about this because I think that this is what's on everyone's minds right now. This is the most important question we can answer is how does this impact my business, how does this impact my clients and how does this impact my community and what do I do all about all of that? I ran my Millionaire Makers Mastermind group this morning and those were the exact questions I asked all of them to answer is tell me how this is impacting you, tell me how it's impacting your clients, tell me how it's impacting your community and tell me what you're going to do about it, <laughs> right? And we spent our whole call strategizing that because this is the important and relevant conversation right now and I know it can feel like we almost want to get away from it, but this is a moment to talk about this. So today's live stream is probably going to be extra long. <laughs> so if you can't stick with me the whole time, that's totally cool. You can watch the replay or if you need to watch it in chunks, that's totally cool too. But I want to really do a deep dive on this and have a significant conversation here because I think there is just nothing more important that we could be looking at or talking about right now. Again, even though this is everywhere, even though it feels inundating, answering these questions is so valuable, right? Uh, let's kind of dive in. So The number one thing for me that feels the most important in terms of this and what I really want to kind of make the focus here, but of course we'll answer all the other questions too, but is this is the time where innovation and adaptability are the most important things in business. I'm always talking about innovation and adaptability because I love them and think they're important at any time, but they're never more important than they are right now. Can your business adapt to changing times? Can you innovate? Can you do things differently? The world is changing life as we know it is changing right now. And if you can be an innovator in the midst of all of that, 
this is when big quantum leaps in business are made. And I'm not saying that in the suggestion of being opportunistic, but I'm saying that in terms of the entrepreneurs that can adapt and innovate in difficult or challenging environments are the ones that experience long-term success, right? So what I am looking to and what I am excited about in regards to a very challenging situation is how can we use this to be more innovative and more adaptable than ever? For some of my clients, adaptability is pretty easy right now. Like they're newer in business. They can kind of change their messaging pretty quick. They can change their format, things like that. For some of my clients that have, you know, high six, multiple seven figure businesses, like we're kind of turning a Titanic right now a little bit in terms of figuring out how to adapt to this new environment, how to be innovative, how to um, make things work. And, and both are okay, right? But like that question of how will I innovate and adapt is still the most relevant and important right now. And so that's a question I would really be asking myself and we can talk about some of the answers to that and some of the ways I'm doing that with clients, but there is no better question <laughs> that you could be asking. I think a lot of people are asking the question of like, how do I just get through this? And honestly, I have to tell you, I think that's the wrong question. I think how do I innovate and adapt is the better question because get through is like this mentality of like, we're just going to try to skate through and hope nothing happens. Innovate and adapt is like, we're using a really difficult circumstance to make better choices, create better services, create things that outlast this pandemic and this difficult time, but that build my business for years to come. Right. Hey, Bernice. Hey, she, thank you guys for being here. Um, so, so that's the, the start. This is also a time to be resilient. <laughs> um, I, I think that entrepreneurs that have long-term success have to and have always been required to cultivate resiliency. So that's another reason why I want to encourage you on that question, how can I innovate and adapt versus like how can I get through it? Because innovation and ad adaptation requires resiliency and the more you can build that muscle in a time like this, the more faith and self-trust you will have in yourself on the other side of this. And that faith, that self-trust, that resiliency will make all the difference in business. Like this is the time where you'll look back and be like, fuck it, I got through the pandemic, I can get through anything. And you will feel like a boss ass bitch in your business for years to come. Or it'll be the time when you're like, that totally took me down and I stopped and I didn't move forward. And it's really hard to trust myself to get back on the horse. And I know that's hard to hear, but it's true and it's relevant, right? Um, Aaron says, I just closed my scholarship. FYI, I did this just from listening to you. Thank you, you're so welcome. Uh, for my live event, now the court is supposed to open, but I'm not sure how to sell this with grace and without guilt, especially since this is for the dance teacher community and dance communities in such an uproar totally about moving their classes online which I've been doing free strategy sessions to help them navigate this. And should I be charging for this? <laughs> no problem. Erin, um, I'm going to answer that. I'm going to get to a lot of points on that. So thank you for answering that. And we will definitely talk about that. Asking that. Did I say answering? Regardless, I'm going to answer it. Thank you for asking. So let me just talk about uh, a couple high level points. And then I have like very specific questions I'm going to get into. And I also have very specific solutions that I've already come up um, for with clients. So this is high level for a moment, then we're gonna get specific with questions, then we're gonna get specific with solutions. So anyway, like I said, this one's probably gonna be a long one, stick with me. So what are we talking about? Creative, be creative, innovative, adaptable, cultivate resiliency in this time. I will also tell you, this is a time when like hard leadership decisions have to be made. And I think we can't pretend otherwise, right? Um, 
if you're looking for this time to feel like an easy time to make decisions in your business and navigate it, I have to tell you, I don't think it will be. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm saying that in a permission giving way. If you're a leader in business right now, you're going to have to make hard decisions about what changes in your services. How do you support people? Do you still launch? What do you charge for? What's appropriate? What's not? What happens to your team? All of this stuff. And so I just want to set that up and be clear that like, yeah, th this is going to be the time where leaders are made. This is going to be the time where shit feels real and hard and difficult sometimes. But if you can move through this, you can move through anything, right? So like these are the moments where your business is made, right? Um, so yeah, if you're feeling like you're in a difficult leadership position, that's okay, right? Um, this is also why the concept of like filling your accounts during regular times, whether that's financially, emotionally, or mindset wise is so key because right now is the time where most of us are making withdrawals, right? So the fact that I've been doing mindset work every day for the last three years, <laughs> is what's serving me today when I have to have multiple conversations with lots of clients about what we're doing and how we're gonna through it and all this stuff. Like I'm gonna make a withdrawal on that today, and okay? So just remember like you've been filling accounts for a long time, whether that's with showing up and being visible, whether that's with serving your community, whether that's with the mindset work you've been doing. And it's okay if now feels like a withdrawal period. Like that's why we fill those accounts, right? That's why, you know, we save money in our business accounts because now it might feel like a withdrawal period. Um, and I think just being okay with that is really, really useful. We're like, what's the point of adding into an account is to be able to withdraw when you need to. So like, I'm not going to feel bad today that like, I need a little extra love and care and support from myself or, you know, that like, I have to like withdraw from that account, so to speak. Like, that's the point of all of this, right? Hey, Lisa, thank you. Oh, thanks, Athena. Um, so also remember though, that like continuous withdrawals with no filling is not necessarily useful either. So this is really the time to continue to add to those emotional and mindset bank accounts so that when you continue to make withdrawals through a difficult period, the balance evens itself out. So like, are you continuing to do the mindset work every day, even when it feels the hardest? Are you continuing to emotionally support yourself every day, even when it feels harder than ever because you're being so inundated by so many other things? Like, think of it like an account. Like, yes, you can make withdrawals. Now's the time to do it and that's okay. But also be making deposits as much as you can too. I'm not gonna go into all that because I actually did another live stream on that today on Happy Thoughts Show page. So you can check that out there. That's a whole other conversation about how to protect your mental health and sanity during this time, how to make those deposits. I'll skip that for now, but you can watch it there. And if I remember, we'll see. Um, I'll also link that up here, but it's on uh, our page at Happy Thoughts Show. Um, so you should be able to find it there. Uh, Preeti says, oh gosh, yes, I've been thanking my stories for my daily mindset work because my reaction to all this has been my inconvenience, but I got this. Totally. That's that withdrawal that we're talking about, right? Another note I want to make here before we get too specific is this is not only the time to lead your community, but this is the time to lead your team, right? So what I made sure to spend a portion of my morning doing and what was the most important to me is that my team knew that like nothing changes for them. Like that should go without saying, but like I needed them to hear from me, like you are supported, you have employment, nothing is changing. Certain times I want you to feel certain 
that this is staying where it's at, right? And I wanted them to feel certain that I saw the vision for our business and that I knew where we were going with this and all of those things, right? So something that I would really encourage you to do if you have one team member or 25 is to have this conversation now. I think it can almost feel a little too easy to be like, duh, of course, like, of course they're fine. Of course I'm gonna, you know, make that work. Of course my business is gonna continue to be fine and grow great. Tell them (laughs) like, I think that, you know, we forget how much uncertainty is swirling right now. And our job as leaders is to convey that certainty right now and to create those boundaries and those connection points with our team. So if you haven't spent the morning talking to your team about how they're okay and sharing what your vision is like now is the time to do that. Um, I think it can almost be easy to forget the team members in times like this because you're so focused on like community clients, outward things, but your team is what will keep your business running during challenging times like these. So make sure not to forget about them right now and make sure to, I mean, it took me 10 minutes, right? But like, make sure to have that conversation with them because there's nothing more valuable than just being like, we're okay. And I've got you because that makes them want to get you back, right? Like, and have your back. And that's what you need right now. Erin um, says she told her team also, right? That's like the best thing you could possibly do, right? This is also a time to take a look at what really serves you and help your clients see how that can serve them too. So like, if it really serves you to move from coaching sessions to boxer support, or if you need to change around the timing of your sessions, or if you need to move things around because you have small children at home or whatever that is, Help your clients see how that can be a win for them and make that positioning clear. I think so often when we're caught up in reactivity mode, we're quick to just be like, "Ah, I have to change things and I don't know what to do and and like get really freaked out. Um, But the truth is most of your clients will adapt with you if you help them see what's in it for them. For example, if you're going to do box instead of coaching calls, help them see why that's valuable. Help them figure out how to make that the best investment ever. Like really be focused on how you can make Things work for you, but then help your clients see how that can work the best for them too, right? It's not just like, sorry, I have to move to this. I hope you understand. It's like, and here's how we're going to make that the best experience you could possibly have. And here's why this change is absolutely phenomenal for you. And here's why this is going to give you more support than ever, right? So really considering and coming up with what works for you and then how do you make that work as best as you can for your clients and make that feel really exciting for them is so, so important right now. We'll talk about specifics related to that um, in just a bit, but like that thought process is one that's really, really valuable to be putting through your head right now because you want to be positioning to clients how you can help them now more than ever, right? Um, And on that note, this is actually the time to just go out and help. When you give value, you always get it in return, right? I mean, literally, that's what value-centered sales is based off of, is like, if you give value, you will make sales. There's much more to it than that, but you get me, right? And I think we need to stop making that a bad thing right now, that like, if I give value, I get things in return. (laughs) You know what I mean? I think, um, I'm going to talk about that a little bit more in a second too, but I think there's this mentality right now that like, we should not be selling or we should be giving everything for free. Or like if we get something in return right now, like we're being bad people or something like that. And the truth is business doesn't change all that much in its fundamentals, even during difficult times. And the fundamental is the more you help other people, the more you get yourself, right? It's like that Zig Ziglar quote, right? I don't know. I always butcher it, but 
It's basically like help enough other people get what they want and you'll always get what you want, right? And so I think that it's just really, really valuable to be able to get to that place where you can be like, how do I use this opportunity to go out and help more than ever? And then, yeah, I should get value back on that more than ever, but that is not a guilty bad shameful thing like that is how energy works that's how even exchanges occur that's how we get through times like these as we go out and serve and we receive in return like the thing i'm always asking myself here is how do i create an even energy exchange right so that's a question i would really pose to you during this time too is like yeah if i want this to be a time where my business grows more than ever i might need to go out and give more value than ever but like, it's okay if that makes my business grow. That's not a bad thing, right? An example I was using with one of my clients today is like, is anybody like mad at hand sanitizer companies? No, they're like, oh wow, they were in a really good position. They probably just made fucking bank off this. Good for them. Nobody's mad at like hand sanitizer companies and being like, fuck them for, you know, doing so well during a difficult time. No, like they just happen to be in a really good position to do really well during this time. Well, quite honestly, if you have an online business, so do you. <laughs> Like the whole world is basically trying to figure out how to have the businesses that most of us have built at this point where you can run it from home, where things don't really change when people are quarantined, when in difficult economic times, people want more than ever to figure out how to make their business work, where they realize more than ever that um, the security that they felt like a nine to five provide isn't there, so on and so forth. So, um, you know, even like, um, if you're in a different arena, whether that's like health coaching or relationship coaching or whatever, like pain points on all of that are higher than ever. Like people are quarantined with their fucking spouses. Like you bet your ass that the pain points on relationship coaching, for example, are higher than ever. And there's a very big difference between being opportunistic. Like we're talking the people that are going and buying all the hand sanitizer and then reselling it for like $500. Like, no, that's not what we're doing. And actually just capitalizing on what's happening, right? And that's like hand sanitizer companies, like they're just doing really well in this environment. And like all of you are in a position, if you have an online business that's run like this to do exactly the same, right? Like um, I was sitting with a, a bunch of my neighbors recently, which obviously we're not gonna be doing that anymore, but regardless, uh, and um, all of their lives and, and you know, uh, employment situations are changing so drastically right now. And I was pretty much the only one in the group of all, whatever, six of us, seven of us, eight of us were there being like, yeah, like day to day is pretty much the same for me in terms of what running my business looks like. And so I just really can't stress enough how high pain points are right now and how you being the solution to those is not a negative thing, right? you being opportunistic about those and like, you know, raising your prices tenfold because people really need business help or, um, you know, promising that, you know, you can do all these things that you can't do or whatever. Again, we're not doing that, but let's be real. We are in the best position to do really well in a time like this. And so to not grab that and not take that is just so unnecessary. You doing well now doesn't mean like, the virus keeps spreading or it doesn't mean, you know, people are going to be hurt or whatever. You doing really well right now, boost the economy. <laughs> you doing really well right now, um, creates opportunity for other women. Like you doing really well right now does so much, right? So don't put yourself in a position where it feels bad to use this time to your advantage, right? We kind of have to like do what we can do. 
um, something I shared with my mastermind this morning and that I want to share here before we kind of dive into the specifics is um, I remember a long time ago, uh, I d didn't want to do something. And I was like, I, I don't know if you guys know, I'm sure you probably do some of you, but I have an autoimmune disease. I have Crohn's and I like, didn't want to do something. And I was like, gonna say like, I didn't feel good and use Crohn's as an excuse. And then I was like, Oh, it feels kind of shitty to do that. Maybe I won't do that. And my dad was like, listen, babe, you have to deal with having Crohn's. So if you get to use it for your benefit every now and then, that's not the worst thing ever. And that has always really stuck with me <laughs> and like felt like an even exchange for me sometimes, which is like, that's true. I do have to deal with this like really hard set of circumstances. So every now and then if it can serve me, that's okay. And that's exactly what's happening here. Like we're all dealing with life changing drastically and a difficult set of circumstances being dealt. But if we can make that work for us and we can make that work by helping other people, well, fuck, that's the best position to be in. So like, I'm just here to say like, don't make that wrong and don't make yourself feel guilty or shameful about that. There's a difference between using a difficult circumstance and making the most out of it versus being opportunistic. And I just can't share enough how important it is to see the difference between those. Um, Claire says, I lost my beloved dog last week. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Claire and my clients were so supportive. Beautiful. Um, Okay, so let's get into specific questions now. So I think I listed out some of them that I'm going to answer, but um, some of them are like, should I launch? Should I change my offer? Is it gross to sell right now? Should I only be selling low end? Should I only be selling high end? Should I cancel my in-person event? How far out should I be canceling? And then I have a list of all of the things that I would like recommend thinking about during this time. So again, it's going to be a little long. Stick with me. <laughs> and if you have questions, feel free to ask. Um, Lisa says, yes, I have an RA and it totally helps me create boundaries for me. Beautiful. Yeah, sells, so <laughs> right? Like playing the pregnancy card. I'm freaking growing a human. I will play that card all the way to the big abs of freaking Lulee, right? Um, use it while you got it. Okay, so should I launch right now? Here's what I would say. I don't think there's anything with launching right now. In fact, I'm encouraging most of my clients to keep with planned launches or potentially to even move into a launch, I don't think there's anything wrong with launching right now. However, this is the caveat. Make sure what you're launching solves a pressing problem for people right now. And make sure that you're clear on how to position that. So a question that I've been asking is like, should I launch X thing right now? <laughs> right? And it's like, well, how does X thing solve the most pressing problem people have right now? And how do I create messaging around that? Because honestly, that's your job. <laughs> Right. It's more like I I think I said that question wrong, but it's more like people are almost asking, like, will people get it if I launch X right now? Will people get how helpful it is to have X right now if I launch it? It's your job. It's your job to help them see how valuable this thing is right now in the midst of all of this. So that's where innovation and adaptability are so useful. How are you innovating and adapting on your launch messaging to tell them why this is the most valuable thing? Things I've encouraged clients to do is add a module to a program to speak to what's happening in business right now so that um, they're giving that value and they're adapting so that their launch feels relevant in a time where this is top of mind, right? So the answer is it's absolutely okay to launch right now. You absolutely can and should launch right now, but it's your job to help people see how that specifically applies to them right now. Let me go back to Aaron's question right now about um, you know, the, the dance classes and dance community, right? So they're obviously having to do a lot of adapting 
right now and you're selling sessions and a program around this, absolutely it's okay to keep selling that. Absolutely you should be charging that. Like this is the time where they need that support more than ever. I think what's important to remember is like you didn't create this circumstance, right? But you can be a support during this circumstance. And just because we can be a support during a hard circumstance, it doesn't mean that we don't get to get paid for it. Like I think that more than ever it makes sense to be paying for a coach, quite honestly, more than ever, it makes sense to be paying for a program. Like the need is so high right now. So by all means launch, by all means charge for it and help them see how you can be the most valuable asset to them. And that like, can you create a module about how to move classes online? Can you add a module about how to navigate this difficult time? Like what can you do to add the relevant value? But yes, it's fully okay to charge for that right now. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing wrong with that. Like we're not all expecting doctors and nurses to not get paid right now. Like it's still fully relevant for them to get paid and you know, so on and so forth. So I think that like we just have to remove some of that guilt that we're experiencing where it's just like, we don't expect hand sanitizer companies to feel guilty because they happen to be in a good position. Like that's okay. Like this is how economies work is like, Sometimes you're in a great position, sometimes you're not, and that's what it is. And so, um, Aaron, fuck yeah, <laughs> launch your thing, fuck yeah, charge for it. Add those modules, make it relevant, help people see why this is the best place they could be spending their money right now and help them get that support, right? Because um, feeling that level of support right now is just about priceless. <laughs> um, so 100% help them, help them with that. Um, Krista says, yes, I'm 33 weeks pregnant. I feel like I should be freaking out and using that as an excuse, but really I'm not worried and want to show other mamas how to be strong. Totally. Um, okay. So should I change my offer? So I'll tell you this. I think that a prediction that I have is that we are going to see a spike in sales in one-on-one -on -one and personalized services, right? Why? Because that's the most relevant need right now for a lot of people. So what I mean by that is like most group programs are not built to be like, and here's what you do to innovate during this economy. And here's what you do to get through this. And you know, they're not built to adapt to that. It's kind of like in good times, here's what works. So to speak in difficult times, what happens? I think people will want to spend more on getting that personalization and that personalized value. It doesn't have to be one-on-one, -on -one, though I think one-on-one -on -one is a natural area to skyrocket during times like these. I also think the pain point is greater than ever. So, um, you know, I think people are even more likely to spend it on support like that because the idea of navigating yourself through this still is so intense on your own. Um, but I also think group groups, masterminds, things like that, as long as you're positioning it as like, and you will get personalized support around how to navigate things like this, I think that's where you can win. So you might not need to fully change your offer, but my recommendation is absolutely to figure out how you can add to the offer in a way that really expertly walks them through whatever their greatest pain points are at this time. Like for Erin, her, her teachers are having the huge pain point of like moving their classes online. Great. Like, can you add stuff to walk them through that? Then you're going to be their go-to person. Right. Um, and the same is true with any other program. Like that's something I would highly, highly recommend. I don't think you have to change your whole offer, but like, um, adding to it is really useful. And I think if you can add personalization, you're going to be in a really good position as well. Um, because I think people truly want that personalized support in times like these more than ever. And I think that 
you know, again, the pain point is high. So people are much more willing to pay for that and invest in that. And I think they see the value of investing in that during times like these so, so, so much, right? Like I think my clients obviously always see value in investing me and that's why they're doing it. But I think they probably see their value coming to fruition more now than ever because we're having all of these conversations and they have a partner to walk through that with them. And they have um, a partner to be innovative with them and to adapt with them and all of that. So yeah, I would say like, don't necessarily feel like you have to change your offer, but I think making um, adaptations to it is really, really useful. I also think like another reason to change your offer, so to speak, is if life has changed for you. So you might have people currently in an offer that you need to rework what that looks like in terms of like, if you have small children at home, if they have small children at home, like things like that, right? Hey, Lisa, um, you're so welcome, Erin. Um, yeah, so it might be time to adapt and get creative. Um, a lot of conversations with my clients have on how to do that lately. Um, so something we've done with some of my clients is if they can't actively do calls, we're moving clients to Voxer support where they have like a very short turnaround time in terms of answering or we're moving to, um, you know, maybe one personalized call and a couple group calls, things like that. Right. So I think that, um, you, you can adapt your offer certainly to work best for you to work best for your clients, but very much to my point before, make sure to position that in a way that serves them best, right? Make sure to position that about how that will help them the most, right? Um, okay, so the next question is, is it gross to sell right now? I think I kind of already went through that, but no. <laughs> I think that like we have solutions to a pressing problem right now, right? Um, I shared this article earlier in the week, but it was like looking at China and how like so much more content was downloaded, so many more searches around entrepreneurship, things like that were all happening during this time because this is a pressing issue. Like people are realizing that things aren't as secure as they thought. People are seeing the value of having businesses online and seeing the adaptability of that and all of that. So now is not a time to sell. Now is a time where you have an answer to a very pressing pain point. And that's okay. That's what businesses are built off of is having an answer to a very pressing pain point. Obviously, it feels awful because people are going through things and we're certainly not trying to say like, yay, like people are struggling. But honestly, like businesses are built off of pressing pain points. And so it's totally acceptable and okay to be selling during that time. And I also think like, this is something I told um, my clients in my mastermind group this morning. I think this is relevant to all of us, but especially if you are someone that is a thought leader for your community and your industry is don't stop selling and don't slash prices. I literally cannot stress that enough. Don't stop selling and don't slash prices. And here's why. And I absolutely gave my mastermind a super hard time about this this morning is because we are setting the standard right now for what happens in this industry. And if we all start freaking the fuck out and we stop selling and we start slashing prices, that creates a ripple effect because we are thought leaders. That creates a ripple effect because people are looking to us for leadership. And so if you're taking that leadership position and you're like, oh fuck, shit's going down. I gotta stop selling. I gotta slash prices. I gotta do all this stuff. Believe me, your audience will respond in kind. And that will make this industry feel very shaky when it doesn't have to be. We are in the absolute best position possible to capitalize and grow from difficult times like these. And so if we start making moves that say, no, we are not in a good position. No, we must slash prices. No, we have to stop selling. 
everyone will see that and the ripple effects will be felt. Now is the time to be like, these services are more valuable than ever. I want to continue selling. I want to continue serving. I want to continue to hold the value at which they are, right? You will create a ripple effect in your audience, in your community. And I cannot say enough how important it is to be conscientious of that, right? Um, I feel the same personalized support is so important. Claire says, yes, we need to keep flowing. Definitely, Lisa, so true. Add more value, but no discounts. Exactly. I'm not saying like you can't go through with like early bird pricing or whatever you already have, but I think just not being in this mentality of like, oh my God, how do I slash prices really quickly? Like, oh my God, how do I get something out for as cheap as possible? That kind of thing. Like, I don't think that's the thing that serves us in moments like these. The thing that serves us is to really take that stand. And again, like you have a responsibility, like I feel a tremendous responsibility right now as a thought leader in this industry to be like, here's what's up and here's how we will create the ripple from this and not to be in a position where I'm like, oh, you know what? Like, let me just like cut my prices and give everyone a bunch of deals and do all these things because all the people in this community are gonna feel like that's what we're supposed to do in times like these, or we're supposed to stop selling or we're supposed to shop stop showing up and serving. And like, I want to be the exact opposite stance for that because we can keep the economy in this industry, uh, the economy in this industry, not the totality of the economy, but the economy in this industry flowing. If we take that stand of like, yes, I want to sell during this time, but let me add something to that is also be a buyer during this time, right? If you want to keep selling, what can you buy during this time? What can you contribute in this industry as well? Do, is it time for you to hire a one-on-one -on -one coach? Is it time for you to go out and purchase someone's, um, you know, DIY offer, whatever that is like, this is the time that we set the standard and we create the ripples. Like I'm giving my team more hours than ever. Like I want to contribute to this industry and I want to not only be someone that's still out there selling, but I want to be someone that's still out there buying too, right? Okay, question. Jennifer. Yeah, I did. Okay. Jennifer says as a brand photographer, I feel visibility is huge and being online is where people will go in time in these times. How can I make this feel like a time to invest in this versus feeling like this is not necessary at this time? I think exactly what you said, Jennifer. I think you just have to create the narrative and tell the story of like, this is the time to take your business online. And the number one thing you need to do to take your business online is to have good brand photography to have, you know, beautiful branding and visibility around that. And so I think like you just have to give permission for people to make that important and you have to tell them why it is important. I think um, in terms of necessary, like you get to drive the narrative on why and you get to make every piece of your content around how having beautiful brand photography at this moment is the thing that people need to get online to get more visible than ever to show up and serve people to build the business that they've been dreaming of building, et cetera, et cetera. So it's kind of just like, almost like, how do you not shy away from that conversation? But how do you like dive directly into it and give people the permission and perspective around why this is the thing and this is the time? Like all of us have that responsibility right now, right? Um, oh, Erin said someone and her were talking about this. Beautiful. Um, Linda says, in a Facebook Live, what is the natural way to transition from giving random tips to making my first health coaching offer? And do I need a sales page to start? Um, I don't think you need a sales page per se, but I think it's like really helpful to have something that someone can look at, whether that's a PDF or whatever. Like, I think we want to see what we're buying. Um, 
And I think in terms of natural transition, it's exactly what we've been talking about, which is like, you have a pain point and I have a solution. So here are some tips, but like, here's the solution on going deeper and solving this problem. And here's how I can help you. I think we need to make it feel like a natural piece of the conversation, right? To be like, here's how I can support you through that. Here's how I can help. And I want to make that really clear in terms of continuing to sell in this industry and this economy is that like, how can you answer that question of like, why you, why now? And how does that feel like a natural conversation? Um, Jen says, love this. It starts with us for always, right? Um, yeah. So like, it starts with like how you treat your business and then like, you will see the ripple effects of that. It starts with like, are you still willing to buy right now in this industry? Um, something a little bit random that I'll share on that and then I'll get back to my points is like, personally, I unfortunately have saved thousands and thousands of dollars in the last week in terms of canceled events, canceled trips, canceled hotels, um, different things like that. And honestly, the only place I want to invest that is back into my business. Like I'm not spending money on going out or traveling or clothing or dinners out or things like that right now, which, you know, obviously is unfortunate for our economy. But like, where can I put that investment? I can put it directly back into this industry, into this business, right? So don't forget that, like be a seller in this marketplace, but also be a buyer because that will make a huge fucking difference, right? If everyone just wants to be a seller in this industry, we're all missing the point. Be both, right? Okay, so a next, the other questions I were getting, I'm gonna just tie these two together because it's the same. Should I be selling only low end or should I be selling only high end? Oh, that's so funny because Preeti just asked that too. Do you think people will be less likely to buy high ticket coaching? That's super funny. I'll answer yours first, Preeti, and then I'll go to the other two. Do I think people will be less likely to buy high ticket coaching five figures? Uh, no. <laughs> I honestly think people will be more likely to buy things like that at this point. Um, that is my prediction because I feel like, number one, to the point I just made, I feel like honestly in terms of like where to spend investment, there's really no better place or relevant place that you could be spending than this right now, right? Um, investing in yourself and investing in high ticket coaching in an situation like this, something that I see just being like so, so, so relevant and the pain point is so, so high um, that I think that that will be potentially more successful than ever to be perfectly honest. But again, it's on you to help people see why this is the best. Like. I feel like for me, I'm like, there has never been a better time for me to be selling one-on-one. -on -one. Like all I talk about is doing it your own way and adaptability and innovation. And I think that's the number one thing that's gonna get people through this. And I think it's like the most no-brainer right now to pay for my coaching, quite honestly. Um, so I think it's just like communicating that, but, but do I think it's relevant to sell high ticket right now? 100%. Do I think it's relevant to sell low ticket right now? 100%. I think the best thing I could say is it's relevant to sell what solves the pain points that people are experiencing right now. So if you can position your product to be the thing that does that, this is when you win in difficult times like this. This is where we fuck ourselves up and we feel bad positioning it as a solution in times like these. Like we're almost like, oh, I really shouldn't say that. Now, I wanna be super fucking clear. There's a line, right? Um, I've heard talk in the industry, I haven't personally seen it, but I've heard talk <laughs> that like, some health coaches are really marketing on like, oh my God, if you're um, not healthy right now, if you're obese right now or whatever, like you have to fix it or you could get deathly ill from the virus. 
that's a little fucking much. Like there's a line. Do you get what I'm saying? Like where we're totally capitalizing on like, oh my God, everything could fall apart. You guys, that's messaging, right? But the messaging of like, now's the time to get XYZ help. Now's the time to have this solution. Now's the time to, um, you know, grow your business more than ever or take care of your health more than ever or whatever. Like, fuck yeah, sell low or high end as long as the product solves the problem that's happening right now and that you're willing to talk to that and speak to that specifically. I think where it gets weird is when we're almost like pretending that's not happening and still selling the product. You know what I mean? Like, if I was just like, oh yeah, everything's good and you should sign up for one-on-one coaching. Like, no, every shit's hitting the fan right now. It feels like for everyone. And this is, you know, totally a time where we feel like we need guidance and support. Here's how I can help. So I don't think it's better to sell low or high end. What I would recommend is really figuring out what works best for you and your business and your people. But as long as it solves the problem, that's the whole game we're playing right now is like, can we solve the most pressing pain points? So um, whether you have a low or high ticket offer that does that, now is the time, right? Um, Claire says, as, as you know, I grew my business through a large recession in 2009. I've been speaking about this and how I can really help people adapt from that experience, but I also feel speaking about it is scaring people. Suggestions, please. Um, what I've been telling my clients in terms of that is like we can add um, importance to something without making it a fear-mongering problem. <laughs> It is important right now to adapt your business. It is important right now to be innovative. Is it important to think about these things? But that doesn't have to come from a scary scarcity place. That's just what's happening in the market right now. Like, you know what I mean? So I think that like, Claire, that's how I would put it. Like, I don't think it's like about like, like this, like fear, like, oh, if you don't adapt, you'll die. And like, like none of that. Right. But it's like, this is an important conversation right now and we can put importance on something without putting a problem around it, right? So I think that's really the thing. Help people see why this is super important. Feel free to speak to that often and frequently. Talk about what they're feeling. Talk about how you can help them get through that. But it doesn't have to be in this way of like, and you should be so scared and this is so awful and this is such a problem. It can be in a way of like, and this is important, right? That's how I feel about this right now. I actually don't think that this is like a scary, awful um, thing for our businesses. Again, I think in, in life, it's maybe a little bit different if you have um, small children, relatives, things like that, that are elderly. Like I'm not saying don't ever <laughs> scared, like that's a normal emotion in times like these. But what I'm saying in terms of online business is like, I really think it's okay, but it's important that we make adaptations, right? So I think as long as you're coming at it from that, I think you're you're totally in the right place. Yeah, importance without fear, exactly. Um, okay, should I ca- cancel my in-person event and how far out is definitely a question I've been getting. I've been walking a lot of clients through um, moving, changing in-person events. And yeah, it's, it's a process. I would say um, most of my clients that have events through late May, early June, we have rescheduled. June out through July, we have not pulled yet. I'm not saying that's a perfect plan. I'm just saying that that's what we're doing and it's, you know, working and it's the best we can do right now. But yeah, I think we have a responsibility to move those. I don't think you have to cancel them. Almost every client I have where we're doing it, we're number one, rescheduling and picking rescheduled dates as quickly as possible. And number two, we're moving what we can online right now. 
So um, I don't think cancel is the right word, but I do think reschedule and create virtual opportunities is definitely the move. But again, that's that innovation and adaptability. Like, how do we move these things online? How do we get creative with that? How do we innovate? How do we adapt? Like, this is totally the relevant point right now. Again, it's not from a place of fear. It's from a place of this is an important conversation. So no, I wouldn't cancel your event. I would move it online uh, if you can. And I would reschedule and have a locked in date as soon as you possibly can. Most of my clients are rescheduling into next year just to be safe. So we're not rescheduling things. Time. Um, but obviously that, you know, is dependent on you, your business and what makes sense. Okay. So now I just have a lot of points that I want to make that I've been helping clients with and working through things um, with them. I've just been keeping notes about because I wanted to be able to share all of it with you guys. So these probably aren't all going to fit together, but you get me. <laughs> They'll be wrong. Okay, so one thing, um, depending on the industry that you're in and depending on like what your clients are going through, different things like that, this is a time to get creative with payment plans potentially, right? So to my point, I'm not saying slash prices. I'm not saying figure out how to make your offer the cheapest possible. I'm not saying change value points, but I'm saying creative payment plans are such a beautiful solution in times like these. If you have a client who's out of work or really struggling on that or whatever, how can we get creative with that payment plan without having to cancel uh, the service altogether or, um, you know, otherwise lose that client? Like I think now is the time to get creative with things like that. I'm not saying in every regard, right? Like many of my clients don't need that at all. Like it's just not a relevant thing. Their businesses are still growing and it's completely fine. But if a client is coming to you and like really, really needs that level of support, now is the time to with that and I think it's the best way to look at it because it's like how can we still be circulating money how can we still be investing how can we still be getting the support but how can we get creative and innovative about how to do that so that's a recommendation I would make if you feel like this is a time where your people are really struggling great how do you get creative with those payment plans right um, and again like you don't have to do that with everybody that is not a relevant conversation for some of us depending on our business or whatever but if it truly is for you, this is the moment to do that. And this is the time to think about that. I think I already said this, but I really think we're going to see a strong move to personalization right now because like most programs are not set up to walk people through this kind of thing. So adding a personalized type of support to your program, adding a module on this, going to um, a strong one-on-one -on -one pitch, like I think these are the most relevant things that we can be doing right now. And I think we're gonna see just a huge craving for one-on-one -on -one and personalization because I think people don't wanna just hear like, oh my God, what do I do right now? They want a partner to help walk them through that. So if you can be that person and you can help them with that pain point, I think you're gonna see your business grow more than ever in a time like this. Um, another point is figure out what you can help at. Um, so a conversation I've been having with a lot of my clients is like, what's your message during a time like this? Nobody can be like a full on pandemic expert um, in a situation like this, but what's your message? What's your point around that? For example, mine is around innovation and adaptability because it always has been and it continues to be more relevant now than ever. Like I might not be able to help you with every nook and cranny in every um, imaginable piece around this. But what I can really help my clients do is innovate and adapt. And what I want to have more conversations around during this time is that. So figure out what that conversation is for you. What expert conversation do you want to have? What do you want to be a lead on? 
what can you really grab hold of during a time like this? Claire was mentioning like she built her business during, you know, 2009, like that might be her whole messaging around this. That might be the whole point she's making, you know, um, different clients of mine are finding different angles that make sense for them and make sense for them to help the most during a time like this. I gave out my innovation incubator recently for free, no opt-in, no charge, anything like that. Um, because I know that innovation is where I can be the most useful to people right now. Cause I know I already have content built up around that, all of that kind of stuff. Um, I'll try to link that up as well. Hopefully I'll remember, but, uh, like find your specific messaging around what's happening here and how you can make that relevant to your people, because this conversation isn't going away, right? You know, this will go away. Like this will subside, but this is a very, very relevant thing and relevant conversation right now. So if you can decide what your message is around that, you're going to do better in this kind of industry and economy. Um, I already said this point, keep selling and keep buying. Kind of already said this point too, but I'm going to say it again, which is like, we're ahead of the curve, y'all. Every business is trying to figure out how to do this online right now. Every business is trying to figure out how to still keep running right now. Don't make that a bad thing. Make this the time where you can serve the most, right? There are so many people you can help and teach and support. You have a captive fucking audience right now because people are stuck at home and want to consume content and want to learn and want to do stuff with their time. Like help them use that. I think I mentioned that China article where like, downloads had gone up in terms of um, educational content and things like that in terms of searching for work from home kind of um, situations like now is the time we are ahead of the curve and like that's okay like yes does it suck do we wish the situation didn't exist yes but if you can own that we're ahead of the curve and not make that wrong and see if you can help as many people as possible through that and through your business great like you're doing the best you can as an entrepreneur right now I already talked about this point, like we're setting the bar. What you do is setting for what your audience will do, what their audience will do and so on and so forth. So if you're a thought leader in this industry right now, I really think you have a responsibility to keep selling and to keep moving forward. Yeah, that's what Claire said. We are so ahead of the curve just so much right now. Yep, like consider your responsibility to keep selling right now. Okay, last two points <laughs> and then I'm done, I promise. Um, or if you have any questions, I'm going to answer those too. But all right, here's the thing. Business runs generally, I'm just, you know, saying in terms of this industry and like obviously everyone's different, blah, 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 but you get me. Business runs on like a 90 day curve, right? So what you do in business today, you will typically see the results of 90 days from now. Most people totally fucking forget this. I remind clients of this constantly is the results you're sitting in right now are very likely based on what you were doing 90 days ago. And the results you will be sitting in 90 days from now are very likely based on what you are doing today. Do not let this be a time where you stop because you might not feel the results now, but you will feel them later. And I'm not trying to say that from a panic place, but I'm trying to say that from a permission place of like, it's okay to double down now because you will experience those effects 90 days from now. So really, really give yourself permission to make this the time where you continue to sell, you continue to show up, you continue to share your message, you continue to show people how you can help. Because yeah, you could take time off, right? And I'm not saying that many people don't have to adjust their schedules and their working environment and all of that. But if you stop now, you might not feel it now, but you will feel it 90 days from now and you will be like, what the fuck? And also, <laughs> also, this might be gone 90 days from now, or it might totally not, like I'm not trying to make predictions on that, that's not my fucking expertise, but like, 
imagine that this is like all kind of blowing over 90 days from now. Do you want to be like, I totally take it during that time where things got really tough? Of course not. Right. So just remember that 90 day curve and remember that like doubling down on support right now is so fucking valuable. Doubling down on how you can how you can serve and how you can give value value is so important because the results of that will be experienced later and if you set yourself up for success right now and really get out there and serve people which is like the number one recommendation i'm making to all my clients is get out there and fucking serve and sell you will see tremendous results from that again because we are ahead of the curve you guys like we have so much to give right now um this could be like the moment where your business explodes quietly like I think so many of my clients are going to see a huge boom in this. And like, that's great. You know what I mean? So um, that's not a bad thing. We don't have to feel guilty or shameful about that. And so know that what you're doing now will affect you later in business. And it's just really relevant and important to think about that. Okay. Last, last. Essentialism is your friend. <laughs> so many of my clients, we've been having this exact conversation, which is like, what is essential right now? especially if you have children at home. So many of my clients have children at home full-time right now. What is essential? And you will be surprised at how much you can cut back on and how much is non-essential in terms of your own. But it's beautiful because times like these are clarifiers of what's important, of what you can handle. I'm not using this as this, like I'm not saying these are comparable, but I just want to use a relevant example, which is like, um, I always talk about how getting a divorce was the best thing that ever happened to my business. It taught me what was essential when I was going through such a difficult time, when my mind was on so many other things, when I felt so emotionally overwhelmed in other places, I really got clear what was essential to move the needle forward in my business. I made more money than ever and I worked less than ever. It was a clarifier and it was important. And so if you can use this time to figure out what is fucking essential to move this needle forward and what can fall away for a little bit, you will feel so different on the other side of this because it will be such a clarifier for you. This is like one of the most frequent conversations I'm having right now is helping clients figure out what that is for them because we might not have the same amount of time. We may not be able to do the same things we used to do, but it doesn't mean we don't have to do anything. Right. And if you can figure out what those essential things are, you'll be in such a different place, both through this experience and on the other side of it. Right. Like my divorce was such a different experience for me because I was able to strip it down to what was essential. But it also helped me very much on the other side of it. Be so clear. I think one of the things that's helped me grow in a way that actually feels good, quite honestly, because I just know what those things are. Right. So really feel into like, what are those maybe like two or three things that like, these are the only things I'm focusing on. These are the only things that move the needle forward. Like if it's more than three, we got to back it down. Right. So what are those absolute non-negotiables and essential things that move the needle forward in terms of your business? And how can we focus on that right now? Or you might be on the totally other side of the fence. You might be like, I don't have kids and I'm stuck at home. Great. What else can you do? How can you get creative? How can you get innovative? How can you give more value? How can you show up more? Either side of that is okay. It's just making it apply to you and figuring out the best way to handle it. Like you can totally handle kids being home and figuring out what's essential. You can totally handle having more time than you've ever had before. Both are okay. But like, how do you make it work for you is the, the key here. I think especially in times like this when we are um, spending 
energy, thought, whatever else. The centralist model is super helpful, but yeah, like you might have more time than ever and that's cool too. So that is kind of my whole deal all of this. I, um, I know that that was kind of a lot of information, but I hope it was really helpful. Um, I hope to be a continued resource for you guys during times like this. I think that um, my brain loves and of figuring out new ways to do things and innovate. So, um, you know, let me know what I can do to help you guys and support you on that. I will continue to put out um, content around that and around this and have these real conversations because I know that having them is so valuable and so important, but I just cannot say enough that it may feel very different right now. And I think for all of us, it actually feels very, very different. Business doesn't have to, right? You might have to get essential. You might have to make changes, whatever, but like business growth doesn't have to stop. In fact, I think we're at the best time for many of us to grow honestly more than ever. So keep trying to find that separation where like life might feel crazy and uncertain and I can create more diversity than ever in my business. And so that's just something else I would think about is like just because life is changing and just because we have to be adaptable and innovative in business, it doesn't mean something bad is happening. It doesn't mean things are going terribly. It doesn't mean we can't grow more than ever. I truly believe that this is going to be a time where many people in this industry have their businesses skyrocket. So like, how can, how can you be part of that? How can you use all of this to adapt and innovate and be part of that? That's a question I would be asking. And again, keep trying to separate that out from like, and that's okay even if life feels really challenging right now. So I love you all. I hope this was helpful. If you're watching the stream, you have questions, feel free to ask me. Um, I'm happy to continue to jump on live streams or be a resource in whatever way I can. Um, I love you all. I appreciate you. I'm sending you all so much love during what I know is a challenging time. I will link up the Happy Thought Show that you watch, and I will also link up the Innovation Incubator. I remembered. Um, and I just hope you all have a beautiful week and find your um, center in all of this. And I will talk to y'all soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset strategy and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.